ladies and gents, boys and girls. Ah, Mr. Suave City. <laughs> Mr. Suave City with the, suede, with the suede velvet do rag. Ah. Suede do. Hey, y'all already know, man. It's your boy, Fongadelic Gems. <laughs> and it's your boy, Aaron Fonacetti, and it's still 2021. We here. It's still 2021. It's going to be like this for 12 more months. Hey, man, the only thing we can do uh, through 2021, like I said, man, we can just keep moving, keep grinding. Work don't stop, grind don't stop. I understand we still in a pandemic, but at the end of the day, the pandemic ain't going to affect, it ain't going to affect our work hustle. You feel me? Pandemic part two. <laughs> Electric movie. Exactly. <laughs> they, come up, they come up with new strains and new new. Dis- New viruses, new diseases every day. Hey, like I said, like I said in the previous episode, at this point, it seems like they just want to take us all out. So, <laughs> hey, man, where the aliens at? That's the one I'm trying to figure out. Uh, at, at this point, <laughs> you might as well bring ET involved in this. Look, gov- <laughs> government, they said they gave the government 180 days to tell us what's going on with aliens. I'm, I'm just looking at my watch. I'm like, all right, I see you in 180 days then. I can care less about the government and 180 days and aliens and Area 51. You guys can kick rocks with all that because at the end of the day, you need to let me know when I need to stop wearing a mask. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want to know. I, go, I can care less about anything else right now. Let me know when I can stop wearing a mask out in public. Then we be straight. <laughs> Big facts. All right, let, let's just jump into our five-minute rant. Let's, let's jump into it. What do I have going on for this five-minute rap, man? Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I mean, like I said, the year just got started, so it ain't really too much going on right now. Like I said, man, um, this is the first. This is my first uh, work week back. I mean, it was a pretty chill week, you know. When you do, when you've been doing security as long as I have, man, the work weeks always uh, they always tend to be chill. I mean. People get on your nerves. You run into a couple of Karens, but that's part of the job. I mean, it's part of the job. So, I mean, I can't really – I really can't call it, though, you know. I ain't really do nothing my, – my day is off or anything like that. So, hey, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my man. I know my man, his, his weeks be way better than mine. They know what I do. <laughs> but the floor is yours, brother. Right <laughs> I mean, my week has to do with one of our topics, but right now I'm gonna dedicate my five minute rant to man RP MF Doom, man. One oh, yeah, yeah, we see, I seen that joke, man. And one of the most legendary hip hop artists ever. Just 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 unique, you know, just unique. I don't know, were you a fan of MF Doom? Hey, deep deep fried friends is one of my songs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Deep fried friends, uh, rhymes like dimes, like that's that's one of my favorite. That's one of my like favorite tracks as well. And then Doom, like Doomsday, the song Doomsday as well. But the whole Operation Doomsday album, like I get it. Like, M- uh, MF Doom wasn't like the biggest hip hop guy. Like if you you had to be like a real fan of like underground hip hop to even know who MF Doom is. Yes, he used to wear the uh, Doctor Doom mask from uh, Fantastic Four, but. It was it was something raw about MF Doom, you know. What I mean, I guess it's because be, being underground, being underground, you pretty much 
wasn't really focused on like that mainstream apparel. Like you was more you was more focused on skills than like appeal, pretty much. So I think that's what really made MF Doom like skill set wise made him so good though. But you know, rest in peace to a legend though, man. Man, MF Doom. I remember like I think I told the story. Uh, I remember uh, back when. I was in ninth grade, like I was a freshman in high school, met a couple guys, and like this is back when MySpace was popping, and we had a million celebrity accounts. You remember, this is before verification, like I'm telling my age, I tell it our age, this is before veri- verification was it. <laughs> verification was a thing, so you, so you was adding like 20 Nicki Minaj pages, 20 Drake pages, is this really Usher? Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, I remember uh, putting my raps on there. I used to. I used to rap. But putting my raps on there with me and my boys, you know, and <laughs> me and my boys, like, we just put it up there. And I remember I found MF Doom page. And I didn't know it was him, but I was going to take that chance. And I wanted him to see my rap. So, like, I think... I was looking for a beat to write uh, to write to, and I found Whole Cakes from one of his albums, M, uh, M Food. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, just just a mixture of everything, the beatbox, the Anita Baker sample, the JJ Fad ad-libs. I was, this is one of the best beats I ever heard. And I remember just write stuff for that. And that's the first time I heard it, MF Doom, and I was getting to it. The Mad Villain Project. Uh, oh, man, like, just just so many stories of listening to MF Doom. And like you said, it was real underground hip-hop. You really had to listen to, like, underground hip-hop to understand MF Doom. Just concise, different, loony raps, rap skills. You know, just just something you don't really hear or don't really hear too much about uh i know earl sweatshirt uh modeled his style after mf doom that was one of his biggest inspirations but rp to mf doom uh big big inspiration big big loss for the hip-hop community rest in peace my brother big rest in peace now before we get into the show Mr. Producer. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Producer. Uh, Mr. How you doing today, Mr. Producer? You all right? You good? You sure? <laughs> all right, man. Like I said, man, our relationship for 2021 is going to be a lot different. However, though, I just want to know where y'all sent this man at this episode. But you know what? Hey, I we, we ain't going to argue. Remember what I said, though, you know? Long as y'all keep cutting the checks, hopefully where he's at, I'm gonna be at next. Oh, snazzy, snazzy little place. <laughs> I know. Hopefully y'all keep cutting the checks. I mean, I, listen for 2021, Mr. Producer. All I said was, I can't be, I can't be too mad. You know what I mean? I, I'm on this show. I'm, I'm glad to be on this show. I'm grateful to be on this show. You know, I'm, I'm always at home though. But hey, the show must go on somewhere in PG County while he's. Where where you send him at? I, I don't even know where that's at, Mr. Producer. Come on now. It's a, it's we, a, we got a show to do, Mr. Producer. You you keep doing you keep doing your job. You you doing a good job. 
I see why. I, I, I see why Aaron found you. <laughs> I, I'll DM the deep. <laughs> I see why Aaron found you, man. You you do a good you do a good ass job. You know, maybe I'll get to your position one day. I'll bring maybe. back a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, tempted me, Miss Paduski. <laughs> part of me, part of you. That's how. That's how it is. Oh, man, but let's go ahead and get into today's episode. My man, uh, brother Aaron, got the good word, the good ghetto gospel for us today. Man, let's take him to church, brother. Take him to church. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about something that's been booming a lot lately. That's been booming since last year. We're going to talk about digital money, aka cryptocurrency. So crypto's been doing this thing lately. Uh, crypto, if you've seen Bitcoin. Uh, went to the last price. It was at thirty-three thousand a coin. One coin equals thirty-three thousand dollars. So for me, the second running up, uh, the second most powerful uh, crypto out there, Ethereum, just hit a thousand dollars again. Uh, these runs were the biggest runs since twenty eighteen. For people who were really into the crypto space back then, know that. That was really the biggest run in the high, uh, entire existence of crypto. So to see this come back full circle is is crazy. Now, I want to ask you, Sir Funkiness, uh, with your investments and things like that, uh, what is your stance on crypto? Where, where do you see yourself? Uh, beginner, intermediate, expert? Uh, I mean, like I said, like, like I always say, you know, big, like stocks and Bitcoins and crypto is to me is two different completely lanes. So if I had to say it, I'm going to say beginner when it comes to like Bitcoins, because I haven't actually dove into Bitcoins to really like, you know, you I know you really go head first into Bitcoins and crypto and stuff like that. So, you know, better, you know, more than I do as far as like like Bitcoins and crypto. So. When it comes to like that type of stuff, I'm a straight beginner. You know, man. I mean, I definitely got to. It's something that I want to do. You know, I definitely got to get on 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 the website. We got to talk more. And let me just let me figure out my research before I start pouring money into any kind of like bitcoins and stuff like that. Because I know the way you say it, like it makes seem like one coin is thirty three thousand. That seems like I'm missing out on some money. I got to. I got to I got to do what Gladys said. I got to hop aboard the midnight train to this Bitcoin situation. <laughs> I mean, like Jesus Christ, man! Like, hey, help me, teach me something. Teach the hey, world. Any questions, man? Know. Any questions? You know, man. Teach the world something. Listen, if y'all got questions about Bitcoins and crypto, make sure y'all hit us up at Basement Friday. But make sure make sure y'all hit Aaron up specifically for questions and details about that because I can't I can't tell you about that. He can explain that to you. Better than I can though. Both my but, socials are Aaron Fonacetti. Everywhere, so, everywhere on social media. Everywhere. Everywhere on social media. Now we're gonna flip that same question to my man Aaron. And I'm gonna let him go ahead and speak the good word because this is his lane, this is his area. He, you know what I mean? He's setting the pace. It ain't no race when it comes to money. Damn, I'm gonna fire today. I'm dropping hey, this man, this man poetry, man. <laughs> got on the good glasses, he got on the sunglasses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Air form. There we go. Ladies. You know but go ahead, my man. Aaron, man, talk to the people, brother. Talk to them. 
Yeah, but like uh, I know for a lot of people, uh, crypto's a new thing, and they it's people I've heard and I've seen comment online who said this is the first time they heard on crypto, which for me, it is it blows my mind. But I understand that a lot of people don't really know about it because. Uh, if you really understand crypto, you have to understand uh, how it really works. So as far as beginning middle expert, I consider myself not an expert, but like between intermediate and expert, because I don't want to come out here like, oh, I'm an expert. I'm not calling myself an expert, but I do know a lot about it. So to give people a backstory of what crypto is, what is Bitcoin? It all started with Bitcoin. Uh, back in 2008, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto uh, created this uh, white page. And for people who don't know what a white page is, it's basically for a company, you have a business plan. That's a white page. So what you do is you say, all right, this is what we set out to do. This is what we plan to do in the following years. This is what we're all about. So around that time, uh, Bitcoin was new. And around 2009, 2010, a lot of people heard the story of uh, pizza, you know, happy pizza Bitcoin day, which is when somebody did this, right? And take into account the price of Bitcoin now. Somebody sold, somebody traded actually 10,000 Bitcoin to buy pizza, to buy a bit of pizza. And to fast forward now, because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to uh, get too deep into it. It's research you could do out we, there. We got number time, brother. We got number time. Basically, uh, up leading up to the years uh, 2010, 2011, Bitcoin was teetering about like 0. 0.006 cents all the way up to a dollar. So around 2013, that's when everybody started getting traction of Bitcoin. Everybody started finding out what is this because no one took it seriously. They thought it was just in that money for people on the dark web to just spend money doing whatever on it. So if you look at uh, 2013, it reached $100. So that's when news started getting out. Okay, this may be a thing. And then it went up to 1000 then it crashed, and it went up and crashed. Uh, through the following years and fast forward to 2017, Bitcoin started going up. So a lot of people were like, okay, uh, what's going on with this thing? We thought this thing was just a joke. We thought this thing was a fad. So it went up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then it hit uh, $10,000 per coin. So people were like, I got to get into this. And that's what drove the price up of uh, FOMO, which is fear of missing out. So eventually, uh, 2018, before it went back down, went up to about 19,000 a coin. At at that point, that was the highest it went. So now from this point in 2018, Bitcoin's taken over and really Bitcoin opened the door for a lot of other cryptocurrencies. You have Ethereum, you have uh, a Litecoin, you have VeChain, you have XRP, which is being sued by the uh, SEC. Uh, you have so many coins and Basically, you you said, uh, I remember you was talking about stocks. Mm -hmm. Basically, the relation between cryptocurrency and stocks is 
The only difference is crypto is decentralized and it's more volatile. So basically, you know, any from this point on, uh, any questions you have towards crypto, like there's millions of thousands, thousands of different cryptos out there you can choose. But any questions you got as far as like crypto now, feel free. So my question, I have a question I would pose to you as well. You know, it seemed like, you know, you given the history of like Bitcoin and crypto and stuff like that. You know, this seems like something that should be taught more in school because it seemed like this is the new way of making money and this is a new era of making money. And this is a, a new way. I think kids, kids coming up now should be like, okay, this is something that I can get into. But, you know, and it's just like people like myself and I know people that's probably watching, like, yes, we have a lot of questions because everything you broke down, I can't even lie to you. I, that, a lot of that just blew my mind because I'm like, I don't know what half of the stuff he's talking about. Yeah. You know, and that's not me trying to be like, I don't really care about it. It's just, no, bro, no, I get it. You, you do a lot of, you do a lot of more digging and diving in the Bitcoins than I do. So, this sounds like for me, do do you feel like you being you being a um, you know semi-expert or just you know enough about bitcoins and crypto? Do you feel like this should be something taught in school? This should be something taught in like universities, you know, just getting people more educated, more familiar. That way, you know, this can be this can uh eventually become a Something you know, something like you know, like a stockbroker and stuff like that. But now you're more of like a what I don't know what you would call it, like a a a, a, di a digital a digital broker or you know whatever they want to call. It. But do you feel like this should be taught more into like schools, high schools, uh, universities? You know, all these different things. Like, what, what's your what's your take on that though? I believe that in order for it to be taught in schools, we would have to build that trust of cryptocurrency because mm -hmm. at this point, a lot of people don't trust it that's why it's not taught in school uh but i want to say it's not taught in school it is taught in universities just not in the form of uh teaching other forms of education like financial education so that will really piggyback on the back of uh teaching about stocks teaching about real estate teaching about uh, how to manage money and it's so much to go into not just bitcoin but the whole entirety of uh, cryptocurrency, like you have blockchain, you have peer-to-peer, uh, -peer. what does that mean? You have uh, so, so many things that are intrinsic to what it means, like how does it get spent? Uh, what can you use to buy? Because even to this point, you can spend crypto, but you can't really spend it. And we've been uh, using cryptocurrency from Bitcoin for uh, about a decade now, uh, past a decade, so to answer your question, we will have to build that trust because you have the Federal Reserve who uh, I believe recently just said that, okay, we're going to start using this. Uh, we're building a digital dollar, which is what I believe is why the prices are going up. So many uh, cryptocurrency prices, the most established ones, I should say, are skyrocketing because uh, the uh, JP Morgan and the Federal Reserve wants to get in on the action per se. So that's why you see a lot of people uh, getting in it now. So and next question I'm gonna pose to you brother is, 
with your with your knowledge that you do have with crypto and bitcoins, you know, can you see yourself going to a school or a university or just a like major Fortune 500 company that has no idea what crypto and bitcoins are? Can you see yourself going and teaching like like a a web like a seminar? You know, man, a seminar educating people that way they could come to you and be like, yo, Aaron, um, you know, I, I do have follow-up questions about, you know, crypto, like, you know, and Bitcoins and stuff like that. Because before I let my man Aaron, you know, before I let him speak on this show here, you know, we do more than just podcasting. <laughs> we do, we are business. We are business guys outside of just being podcast. So, you know, Hey, this show is meant for comedy and education. I feel like my man Aaron can go uh, state to state, uh, building to building, school to school, job to job, community center to community center, and he can talk to people about um, like crypto and Bitcoin. But I'm going to let my man Aaron speak on it and just be like, how he really feel about being a a speaker on Bitcoins and um, crypto. Yeah, I I had no problem doing it. I welcome it. Uh, Whoever wants to have me, I'll be happy to do it. But, you know, I want to say because of blockchain, uh, blockchain, uh, the thing about it is people have taken tokens. Uh, That's another form of cryptocurrency. People have created their own colleges, like uh, one that I bought a bit degree. And you also have a way to get free uh, coins, which is called an airdrop. Airdrop is basically... uh, like a stimulus. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> like a stimmy. <laughs> it's not your money. It's not your money before. You know, it's not the government recycling your money back to you. It's it's when uh newer companies, they're just starting up and they're saying, Hey, we want to get ourselves out there. Uh if you do us a favor and spread the word about us, you know, share us on social media, do a couple tags, we'll reward we will reward you. In our tokens, we reward you in our coins. And I actually had uh, one back when I did a whole bunch of uh, airdrops that actually did pretty well. So to follow back, to go back to your other question about teaching in schools, that's something that I believe as the years going on from uh, 2020, 2021 on, it's going to be more prevalent, more accessible. I like. It. I feel like he. I feel like he's a professor. He's a professor at the University of Maryland, no Georgetown. So. <laughs> you gotta take crypto one hundred and one <laughs> with Professor Fornaceti. <laughs> we we the thing about it is like you have to explain it to someone. Like I I know a lot of people still don't know what the hell I'm saying. Yeah. But <laughs> once I find time to break it down and like mm-hmm. I can really break it down to a level that people understand they'll be able to walk away like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. And it's just like, you know, that's why I said before, I said it, it's going to take time for me to really, like, do some real diving. I mean, I got to be on my Trey songs. I got to dive in. To, uh-huh. to, <laughs> I got to do my dive. I got to dive into, like, crypto and Bitcoins to really understand what, you know, what it is and, you know, how the dollar moves with it and and if I figure that out, best believe it'd be something that I will get into. You know what I mean? 2021, I'm all about making money. You know, I'm always about making money. And there's 
if this is a new way, if the, the digital dollar is a new era of making money, hey, I'm all for it. Just give me some time to learn. Hey, and then you you, you best believe old Fongadelli be the first one in line. So I'm going to say, yep, I, I put this amount on it. Let me get these coins started. You feel me, though? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you already have people accepting uh, cryptocurrency as a uh, payment. Uh, uh, a football player, his name escapes me. It's it's uh, I think it's an African name, but he uh, just signed a contract and he wanted to be paid in Bitcoin only. So people are really getting wind of this. Uh, for any businessmen out there, I'm not calling you a fool, but you will be a fool if you're not accepting cryptocurrency as payment. Because we're going into a digital world from here on out. So the smartest thing to do if you're an investor is to diversify your assets. But what I always say is do your due diligence because there are a lot of coins um, going out, you know, and also never uh, spend more than you can invest. Because for me, I just bought uh, 6,000 Ripple. Mm -hmm. That was new before the SEC. So of course it tanked and a lot of people are mocking them, but you got to understand people mocked uh, Bitcoin. You know, people said that was a fad, that was going last. And there are coins that get sued. So for me, I'm not worried about it because at the end of the day, if it goes to zero, it comes to zero. But if it skyrockets, hey, we're going to the moon, baby. Yeah, I'm saying, man, that's that's only thing, the only thing that people got to know about investing, whether it's stocks, whether it's crypto, whether it's Bitcoins. At the end of the day, man, you risking it. You know what I'm saying? You you putting you risking when you invest, man. Like your junk can plummet and go all the way down, or your junk can skyrocket to the top, man. You can go from living in a studio apartment like myself to living in a, a six bedroom mansion. You know, no, man. I'm just saying, man. People people make really big bags off of crypto, and to compare it to stocks, stocks are like the Mercedes Benz, and crypto is like the Ferrari. So. If you're scared of trading stocks, do not look at crypto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it goes up and it goes down like a monster. That's just like that's investing. That's I tell anybody like if you scared to lose money, you definitely just don't just stay away from investing altogether because you're not gonna always make money when you trade stocks. You're you're going to lose. It's it's gonna be a plenty of days where it's like a week straight you didn't probably lost about forty dollars. Yeah. But next week you probably turn flip that forty and probably made eighty dollars. You never know, man. Like that's just that's just the way the market is, man. So yeah, it it just moves like Ethereum. Uh, I looked at the other day, yesterday it was around seven thirty something, and I was just like, okay, whatever. And I got that notification that it hit a thousand. I was like, it was just yesterday. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just exactly. woke up. But that's the power of crypto, you know, it just moves up and moves up. But, but make sure you guys hit us up. Make sure you guys hit my man Aaron up is more specifically on that. On if you want to get into crypto, if you want to get into bitcoins, you want to start getting into the digital investing marketing, that'd be the guy right there, perfect to hit up and talk to to get advice of hey, you know, man, he all we all about making money. He about making money, I'm about making money, you know. We're going to use our collective brands and put it all together. You feel me? Before we switch topic, I want to say one last thing. Like anything in investing, do not expect overnight success. Because no. No. it took 
it took Bitcoin up to when it started booming. It took Bitcoin nine years, almost a decade, nine years before it took off, before it really started taking off. So it's one of those things you really got to be in for the long haul. Yeah, absolutely, man. So what we're going to do, we're going to switch our topic, which is semi-related. We're going to talk about mentorship. We're going to talk about being a mentor, uh, having mentorship from others. And what is your experience? I want to ask you, uh, what is your experience with mentorship? Have you ever been a mentor? I know you said you received uh, mentorship when it came to stocks from someone mm-hmm. you used to work with. Uh, I know you gave a story before, but for the purpose of uh, topics, let's let's hear it again for the people. I mean, before we dive into that, is have I have I ever have I been a mentor? Um, I want to say I want to say no, but you know, I never, I don't personally know because you know my nephews probably look up to me. You know, they never just said nothing. They never said nothing personally to me. I mean, you know, like my cousins, my cousins probably look up to me as well. That's why you know they said I was too old to be their cousin, so I'm their I'm their uncle cousin. I'm too old to be their cousin. I don't know why. Yeah, I still gotta explain that one, but. No, just being mentor, yeah, you know, and it goes back to that story I had about the stocks, you know, an old manager of mine that used to be at Ross, the man pulled me in the office and legit went over paper of, you know, this is what you do, this is what you do. I'm good with numbers, like, breaking the spread down from top to bottom. So, of course, that's what got me into doing stocks in the first place because I wouldn't even have took the time to really research stocks. You know, man, I'm, I'm, but hearing it from, hearing it from a brother, I'm going to be straight up real with you, hearing it from a brother, you know, man, because in school, in school, they never taught, they never taught stocks to being like, as like something to make you successful. They never taught, maybe in certain schools, but you know, we, we went to the bottom of the borough high school. So, you know, they was just all about, I, I got my check. I'm good. Don't worry about that. I got my check. But most of the time, all we, all we learned about was the stock market crash, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So we always looked at it just like, eh, this is cool. That, that's corny. <laughs> Stocks, man, that's corny. But when you're hearing it from another person of your color and your race to say, like, look, this is what you need to do, man. This is what I'm doing. Like, you see this, what I'm making? You see you see this house that I'm getting built? You're looking like, bro, you making all that off of stocks? Like, stocks is helping you get that? Hey, uh, bro, you need to teach me more because I'm trying to get to where you at. I'm trying to get to where you at in life. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get where you are, where you are right now. That's what I'm trying to get to. You know, so they'll say like being mentored, I, I feel like, you know, everybody needs a mentor. You know what I mean? Everybody needs, everybody, it's, it's different between like, you know, it's a difference between a mentor that you actually know and a mentor that you just look up to. It's a, it's a complete different thing, though. You know, like, if it's a, a mentor that you look at, you know, is it somebody you know personally? Like, whether it's your it's your boss, whether it's your coworker, whether it's your, you know what I mean, your friend and stuff like that, that's somebody you know. Well, and you got mentors, like, you know, you may look up, you, you see what Jay-Z do. You may look up at Jay-Z. Like, that's, that can be a mentor on, on how you hustle in life, you know, but... Have like am I am I a mentor to somebody? 
I don't know personally. I mean, if I am, you know, they can always hit me up and let me know. But have I? But have I been? Have I been mentored by somebody? Hell yeah, absolutely. I feel like everybody needs to be mentored. Yeah, I know uh, the difference uh, for uh, people when it comes to mentorship and just teaching them how to do something is if someone just teach you how to do something, they're a teacher. But if someone has a relationship that they built on uh, not just education, but the psychology behind it. That's when mentorship, uh, that's when it becomes mentorship. Like uh, like with you in stocks, right? It's not just telling you, oh, the market's up, market go down. All right, peace. See you later. Yeah. That's just teaching you about the market. And when it comes to mentorship, it's teaching you the market, but the psychology behind the market. And really giving your tools of the trade to whoever you're teaching is a relationship based on a skill. And you also have life mentorship where someone basically shows you how to like move through life. You know, they give you tips. They give you uh, examples of experiences they went to, you know, hey, I made this mistake. So you don't do this or I've done this the right way. So this is the way you should go. But they also know their mentee and say, okay, my mentee is a person like that. So I know it works for him. And I can cater that to helping him move in the right, right direction in his way. So basically, uh, for me, which is a big, which is probably a big shocker for a lot of people, I never had a mentor. Like, I, I never had a mentor. You know, everything I learned, uh, I've had teachers. And that's what I want to uh, focus on. I had teachers. I had people who taught me things, but I never had a a mentor per se. Like I had people who taught me this or put me on to that. And I was like, all right, cool. But everything, most, if not everything I know, I learned myself. And it's not to say, you know, to try to come across as, you know, uh, egotistical, but it's the truth. You know, most of everything I learned, if I could say anybody was my mentor, It'll be Google, <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> you know, because that's why I, I was glued to the internet, learning my stuff. I didn't really have anybody to teach me stuff. Now, uh, I would would have been cool if I had a mentor. You know, I wouldn't mind it. I thought it would be pretty cool, but it's just the way things worked out. Uh, have I ever been a mentor? Uh, I'm sure I have. You know, I've taught people different things <laughs> like you know I'm sure like to my sisters to my cousin to uh you know family members I've been mentors in certain areas but you know you know I, I really appreciate it you know uh mentorship whether you're being taught or whether you're teaching others is really that giving feeling of hey someone's going to lead you in the right direction first of all I want to make this real clear what I'm about to say, man, is shout out to the younger generation, Generation Z. I, I think that's what they're calling them. So yeah. basically like the late 90s, the 2000 babies. First of all, shout out to you guys because you got, you got kids nowadays that's becoming millionaires and, you know what I mean, because they're becoming millionaires at eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old, like they have more. They have more options in their pocket now. Oh yeah. Well, than what we had growing up and what our parents had growing up is because 
And again, I always tell people, I even tell people this at the job, I'm like, yeah, social media may be entertainment to some people, but social media is a business. And this is why I applaud Generation Z because they take they take social media and they capitalize off of it. You know what I mean? Like you we you can make fun of TikTok all day long. I can tell you, I can tell you like right now, for a person like myself that's on TikTok. I don't belong on TikTok. You know what I mean? Because TikTok is a younger people's, is a younger people's uh, app. It's just, it's just straight up real. I don't belong on TikTok. Me going into my late 20s, I can't capitalize on TikTok. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they be, you know, they, they got the good dances. They got the dances going on. Hey, they like, going to it. Like, their dances be like straight, their dances be court, like choreographed. And I don't know who be making this stuff up, but they capitalize on that. And going on going on a path of like mentorship is when these youngins, when these youngins do reach that 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 check, that verified or them certain amount of followers, they need to start reaching out to more bigger influencers and be like, hey, you know, this is me on TikTok, you know, or even vice versa. Like the influencers be like, yo, I see you, you know, you got numbers, you know, man, won't you start guest starring in some of my videos? Or in, in and being around me and showing, and I can show you how I edit videos, how my lighting is set up, how you know how I market and stuff like that. Because you know these are these are these are the next generation of influencers anyway. Like people people don't realize and people laugh about, it, but in, being an influencer is a job nowadays. You know what I mean? Like I get it. It's not the traditional go to work, be a lawyer, be a judge, be a doctor. But being an influencer is a job. You, you know, somebody sending somebody sending clothes to you and say, make a post about this and we'll pay you for promotion. That's a job. And that's what kids wants to do nowadays. A lot of kids don't want to do what we had to do or what we got to do is the traditional, the traditional, um, like nine to five going to college like that. Do I consider myself an influencer? Yes. If I have if I had a mentor to, to show me the way of being an influencer, I will probably I can probably capitalize more. Right now, I'm just doing things on the fly as I go. You know what I mean? But I look at I look at like my little cousins too, prime example. Like they be on TikTok, they be making TikToks, you know what I mean, and all that stuff. If you know, and for me being on social media the way I am, like yes, if they wanted to come to me and say, you know. Like being featured on a being featured on a TikTok with them, or being featured on one of my TikToks, or being featured on one of my Instagram reels, you know, just to be like, hey, look, this is them coming up. This is me like working with my cousins. Like this is me just, you know, like helping them, helping them get to where they need to be. Then I'm all for it. You know, I can help them mentor because I know, I know how how big social media is. You know what I mean? And this is us. This is us being mentors to somebody coming on this show every day. You know, somebody may watch our show. Somebody may listen to our show and say, "You know what? I I, I want to do this." Like, you know, somebody may reach out to Aaron just be like, "Look, man, I, I listen to y'all podcasts every day. Like, what got y'all in the podcast? How do I set up a podcast?" It's been plenty of times people ask me that question. They be like, "Yo, I've been thinking about getting in the podcast. Like, I just don't know where to start." You know what I mean? And it's and again. I'm not I'm not the type of person and, and I'm not the type of person that like help the, to the hell somebody down or just to be like, nah, you gotta figure it out. 
like, because again, it's enough money to, in this game for every. It's enough money to for everybody to go around this game, though. Like, if everybody mentor everybody, best believe everybody's gonna come up. You know, what I mean, it's not it's not the point. Where, oh, I'm gonna make it, or like if me and Earn make it, and it's, if somebody else wanna come up, be like, nah, boss, you gotta figure out how you made. We made it our way. You need to figure out your way. Nah. You know what I mean? Us being mentors, we give it to somebody else, they might pass us. Cool. We can be like, hey, I remember, I remember dude was just on Instagram doing little 10-minute videos. Now look where you at now. It ain't no beef. It ain't no judge. You're just looking like, man, look, you know what I mean? He came to me for help. We, we you know, helped him out, helped her out. Boom. Look where they at now. So, Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to the new generation, man, because you know I, I see I see y'all role and I see y'all vision and I see a lot of adults laughing at y'all because they be like y'all be in here doing all these TikTok dances and stuff like that. But it's like, oh, you get on TikTok and you see some of these these kids, man. Some of these kids got like five thousand followers. Yeah. What? All they, all all they need now is somebody to mentor them to. Really capitalize off them five thousand followers and them five thousand views, and it's a wrap. Yeah, and I think that's where our generation comes in. Like, uh, you have everybody who uh, says that the digital age is the way to go. Like, people grow up now. Kids say, "I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be an influencer," because they see that's where the money is. And like mm-hmm. you said, how we came up, you know, having to do the nine to five and having to work our way. These kids have such an advantage, such an advantage that we didn't have. And I'm really so happy for them that they don't have to go through what we had to, that they could just get right to the money. You know, uh, I know a lot of people from our age uh, play video games on Twitch and uh, they made their money playing video games. The very thing they said, uh, our parents and older people said we was wasting our time on. And I think that's so funny. A lot of things our parents said we waste our time on end up making the most money for us. Right. Who's now taught type of thing, you know, where the older generation don't really understand. And they say, you're Mm -hmm. But they don't understand that we're not just playing Candy Crush, or we're not just scrolling the feeds. We're actually working. And no, can't play, can't play video games for the rest of your life. I wish you would tell somebody who got uh, five hundred thousand or two million followers that I wish you would tell them that they they making guest appearances and they making all these you know they making all this money by just playing video games. I wish you would tell them like, oh, you can't make. You can't make a career out of playing video games. You can't make a career out of being a, you want to be a YouTuber. What is that? Definitely. <laughs> you know, something you don't need to go to school for. Like, you can, you can start being a YouTuber at, like, seven years old. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, a lot of people uh, don't understand that a lot of these YouTubers got big uh, recently. Like, you have uh, people who are, like, financial, that the top financial person on YouTube is, uh, Grand Stephan, and he got started in 2016, which is fairly recently. Mm-hmm. So you have a whole bunch of uh, gamers uh, who play video games for a living that I've been watching since 2015. I've literally seen that evolution uh, from them starting out, and now they're going big. 
and we've seen the takeoff of esports. So when it comes to mentorship, uh, going back to what I was saying before, it's amazing to see how we can connect with the younger generation. Like we most likely are more of the management role and they're more of the performers. So they do their dances, they, you know, do what they do on TikTok or whatever. And because we are more understanding of how to make money from a traditional standpoint and how to get business deals and sponsorships and how to make connections, that's something they don't really know or don't really have that much expectations on. So what we could do is we could point them in the right direction. And when it comes to a real leadership role, we can help them learn it to do them themselves because, you know, the best asset you have is yourself. If you know how to cover both bases, to be the talent and the businessman or the businesswoman, you got all the bases covered. Yeah, and, and this is why I always say, like, you know, going back to why I say, like, parents, parents laugh at, you know, they laugh at, laugh at, they laugh at your hobbies or they be like, you can't play video games forever, you can't, you know, shooting videos ain't, that's not a real job and stuff like that. Well, you tell you talk to people like esports who legit came up with a okay you know what you know we're gonna make video gaming a thing and now esports is actually in college you know yeah. what I mean you can go to college to be a, a gamer it's like who would have ever thought that like you know me being me being a gamer back then if they had told me that or if esports was around back then you would have been like yo. I think me, me, Ern, and probably some of other people, we probably formed the super dream team and be like, yo, we going to college to be gamers. Like, we about to form the greatest super team of all time. But, you know, esports didn't come around till recently, till like probably 2017 or something like that. So, I mean, being a content creator, you know what I mean? It's so many, it's so many. And it's like me being a content creator myself, you know, being a content creator, being a podcaster, it's so many, it's so many people that you can look up to and like and reach out to. I mean, I don't reach out to influencers personally myself, not yet, because I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm that big of a, a superstar to to even do that. But the amount of like editing that goes to it. And I mean, I don't make I know I don't make like super Product like productions with good cameras and I don't do all I do is I make thirty second videos and it's like the amount of hold on hold on my lips are moving too fast let me edit this part oh I can't put this in here and I I got I got to redo this because I got the the amount of work that goes behind that some people think like oh you just can put a TikTok out and go about your day no it's a lot of editing that goes with that and oh again, yeah I've seen <laughs> yeah you know it's a lot of editing and it's a lot of detail that goes with that and. You know, people like myself and, and some of these younger kids, they look at these 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 verified these verified uh, influence and they be like, like they how, I like how they make that transition. Like I need to learn, I need to start practicing my transitions. I need to start, and this is where they keep going. So that's where now I'm saying you got people like myself who can go to them and be like, all right, you know, I see, you know, this, like that could be your niche right there. You know, and you and it's not me trying to tell them what type of video to make. It's like all right, you know, your views, your views seem to do like this. All right, cool. Like, everybody love your transitions. Cool. Everybody love this about you. Cool. Won't you capitalize about that and, and incorporate in, in that into your videos? It's like me being, 
I guess us being in the older generation, uh, us being in the generation before, is kind of like, man, like you said, we 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 more like managers. Yeah. You know, man, we more play like the manager roles, and you know, this is why I like too. In twenty twenty one, I definitely work on a lot of, I work on a lot of content myself. You know, I'll probably work, I'll probably work on, what I want to say like three. Instagram real slash TikToks a day. You know what I mean? I work on a lot of it. Just be like, all right, like this is what I'm going to do. You know, I got to figure out a song. I even be at work doing it. Just like, I'm going to put a song. Damn, I'm going to figure out this. I got to figure out how I'm going to put this together. And nah, I can't do that. I'm the, I came in the intro too slow. I mean, it's, it's a lot of in-depth. And, you know, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of people content that I look up to. And a lot of people that I look up to just be like, you know, this I'm I'm gonna start working on this because I need to I need to get better at this though. But yeah, being a mentor and being like being a mentor and being mentored is everybody needs it. Everybody should definitely have it, especially growing and especially growing in this game in this digital game, man. I'm, I'm telling y'all. Yeah, it, it takes humility to be able to learn from somebody younger than yourself, and that goes for older people. Uh, for me, one thing I've always said was, I don't care how old someone is. If they know something I don't, I'm all ears. I'm pencil, mm-hmm. notebook. I'm ready to learn. And you have to have that humility to say, okay, despite their age, despite you know them just being in the game, they're obviously doing something, or they going, they're going in the right direction. So that's definitely an important thing for older people and. You know, as far as mentorship, you know, the sky's the limit. One thing I will always say about mentorship is, like we said last episode, it's all about helping. You know, you get to a point to where, like, you really want to help people. It comes from the heart. You just want to see people win. And Mm -hmm. that's You just want to see people win. Who cares if they go past you? Who cares if, you know, they turn into a superstar? The fact that you can help somebody along the way is what it's all about. It's what, it's what truly matters when it comes to teaching people how to be more successful than they could have been. You know, and and I'm glad you brought up like learning from people that are younger than you, man. And you know, I like I said, I know I be I do a lot of TikToks. I drop probably like three or four of them. And you know, mine don't be as creative, but being on TikTok and scrolling down that for you page and I'm seeing the level of creativity. And again, I know these cats are young. These cats be 19, 20, 22, me being 27. I feel like the old dog on TikTok. Like it's people that's 36 and 40 on TikTok, but we watching y'all TikToks and we just like, man, like it, that's the new dance. I got to, I got to try, even though most of the dances on TikToks are kind of made for females, but us just like like oh, damn I need to I need to start putting I like that trans I like that transition way like, I got to let me start practicing using that in my TikTok so I can so it's, you guys like don't don't think that you know I mean that we're just old heads on TikToks talking about and, and you know I know I know young people be like oh you're too old to be on TikTok no like we're learning from you guys as we're on TikTok trust and believe I learn a lot from y'all being on TikTok man I'm not gonna lie to y'all yeah I learned a hell of a lot. It's funny because, like you were saying about the uh, older people being on TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, someone recently made a comment. They was like, if you could take money or you could take time 
for older people, I would definitely say I would take time. You know, yeah. that's better than money because you're in the prime, like you're 16, 17, 18, right at the genesis of all of this, like the genesis of TikTok, the genesis of the internet really taking off and booming. You're right for the pick and this is digital gold rush for you. So, you know, the money's going to come, but it's better when the it's better when you're younger. Like you definitely want to start getting in the game. Whatever you do in life, you definitely want to get it while you're still young. Cause you I have mean, time. And to piggyback off, and I'm glad he chose time because I would have said time as well. Because yeah, granted, you know, you guys, these guys, these kids now are 16, 17, they're in the peak of their prime. Like even us going into our late 20s, I know our life is supposed to look a little bit different than theirs, but you know what I mean? You take time over money because at the end of the day, money comes and goes. You know what I mean? Money, money comes, money goes, but it's all about that time. How much time are you investing in something that you really want to do? How much time, you know what I mean? Like, like the time that you do have in it makes something happen of it. And again, it's like you look at these kids, you look at these influencers, like while internet, while social media is so popular now, they making all the time they can. They're making all the money they and they're not really focused on the money, they just making all the time they can of it. So when things, when something folds and another thing open, now they got, now they about to take their opportunity and trans and transfer everything that they did to somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like you remember when Vine came out, you know, a lot of those Instagram influencers, they came on Vine. Vine crashed, Instagram came up, they took their work to Instagram and, you know, and they kept going. They, they took their time, they dedicated their craft and their time. So now that they can continue to keep going and keep going and keep going. So every time, and this and that's how you spread yourself. Because, you know what I mean? If you limit yourself to, okay, I'm just going to be on Instagram. And if Instagram just happens to fold tomorrow, no one's going to know who you are. You know what I mean? That's why you got casters on Instagram, they're on Facebook, they're on TikTok, they're on YouTube. So when, like, they have, they got, they're, they're coming up in so many, in three or four or five different platforms at even one's coming up fast and the other or they coming up all at one time that look at all the, like, they're saving themselves a lot of time too by just like, yo, like, I'm known on four or five different sites. Man, I could, like, now that's when you can sit back, like, the money's coming in everywhere. It's like, man, I, I can really sit back and just keep just, and just do what I love and just let, and let, and let the, my, let my work speak for itself and let the, let all the opportunities come to me. Yeah. But basically, you know, my last word, I want to say uh, both crypto and, you know, mentorship and uh, getting yourself out there is do it, do what you can, do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. You know, you might not have the best camera, you might not have the best setting, you might not have the latest technology, but use that until you get to a point to where you have those things and you can get uh, the life or the situation that you want. So, and for me to wrap it up, I'm going to just say, you know, please wrap it up, guys. <laughs> please. <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> please. But for me to, to, to bring my piece to a close, and, and I'm glad you said it, it's like everybody starts somewhere. You know what I mean? You know, when you start now, don't, you don't need the, the $600 camera. Take your iPhone. You know what I mean? Take, it, take your iPhone. Whether, I know, I know, you know, me and Aaron coming from, 
of the early days of YouTube where recording was sideways and now everything is like everything was horizontal, now everything is vertical. Like again, like take your iPhone, you know what I mean? Do like I do, like go buy one of these little ring lights, you know what I mean? Buy one of these ring lights and it makes the it makes the picture look beautiful, you know, and that and you start like that, and then as things gradually take off in time, you you can keep rolling with that. Like and as far as like crypto and Bitcoin is concerned, I want everybody as well as myself, I want everybody just to take five minutes out their day, take five, 10 minutes out their day, just really just learn what crypto and Bitcoin is. And if it's something you want to get interested in too, cool. Hit my man Aaron up and he can let you, and he can give you the, give you the small bits and pieces to at least get you started, or at least get your feet wet, or at least get you somewhere in the door where you can be like, all right, I'm going to take a page out of Aaron's book, but I'm going to do it my way and yeah. see what works for me. You know what I mean? Like, but you know what I mean? Just, just, it's all, it's all about putting you, it's all about taking the time, working on your craft and best believe you work on your craft, you dedicate a little bit of time, not, you know, you, you do just dedicate some time and I guarantee you, you start to see things come full circle. Yeah, five minutes is better than no minutes. So exactly. Well, we want to get up out of here. It's your boy Aaron Fonaceti. And it's your <laughs> segment's producer. Oh, you you interrupted my my exit. It's your <laughs> man, Mr. Funkadelic Jones. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>